had been hired to help suppress the rebellion of yet another tribal leader. Apparently, this is the only job for which I am suited. For six months' work, I am to receive three years of captain's pay, teaching Orientals to soldier. What can the general tell me about this man, this samurai? Assume firing position! Assume firing position! See, the difference is, we watched the parts that the C... What are they called? The censor people? Censor people? SPCA? No. Anyway, whatever they're called. We watched the parts they didn't cut out for TV, so we saw a lot of blood, a lot of swearing, a lot of people getting hit with metal things to the face. It was pretty cool. But on a deeper level? But on a deeper level, let me throw this out there. I didn't get it at first, but after the whole the whole rules of being a samurai, being you know respectful, honor, a true warrior, those are things that define a man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're joking, Andrew. But He's not. He's trying to be a serious person. I, and you're I'm being gonna, a drunken fool. Yes, I'm being a drunken fool. It's only because I watch this movie once a year, and you guys haven't seen this. He's never seen, seen, seen this. I've seen it, but I don't remember it. So, it's but so seen. like, well, I, I I've seen scenes of it. I've never seen yeah. it entirely. Like I I can remember going over someone's house and it was on. And and right, you everyone like I said with the AMC joke I said at the beginning, like everyone's seen bits of this movie, but when you watch it from start to finish and you see Aldrin's actual character growth as contrasted to the uh, Japanese ambassador where he regresses and becomes a disgusting capitalist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, yeah, like you said, Andrew, it really, because he is a warrior at the beginning of the movie, right? He's really good with his gun. He talks about winning many battles. Competent with a sword, you saw. But he's not a warrior. He's just a killer, which is why he's... I'd say he's still a warrior, but he's more of a hired... Do you remember what he gun. says in his journal? Apparently, putting down rebellions is all I'm good at. You know, he's that's a what killer. I'm saying. He's like a hired gun, a killer for hire. Yeah. But then when he gets, I don't want to get that far ahead. Let's talk. Do all right. How much explaining in this movie do we want to do? We'll break down this story. Right. So Tom Cruise's character, what was his name? Nathan Wallace. Nathan Aldridge. <laughs> Aldridge. And who was his commanding officer? Custard. Oh yeah. And he didn't go with Custard to his last stand. Yeah, because Custard was a overzealous little bastard. Well, the, uh, can I give a quick history lesson on Custard? Sure. Okay, so um, during Gettysburg, the South had about 
couple thousand reinforcements coming up the flank and and they straight up were gonna break what, what is it pickett's charge where they're going up the hill and the and the north somehow manages to no it's the other way around the south did pickett's charge up a hill and they failed but if they had reinforcements they would have won they would have taken pickett's hill they would have set up their artillery south would have won gettysburg now the south was supposed to get reinforced by all these troops however a crazy cavalry sergeant and 80 guys charged the 2,000 some odd troops that were supposed to be coming to reinforce from the rear. So they broke from the rear and were running forward. So the guys at the front of the line see everyone running from behind them and start running. <laughs> that was Custer. So he had it in his head, oh, I can win any military engagement with a bullshit charge, which he tries that little big horn, gets surrounded and then massacred. <laughs> so Aldridge dodged that battle. So Custard is like a hero and a fool, which is kind of where Aldridge is, except not dead. Sorry, I just wanted to give a little history lesson on Custard. He gets a lot of shit thrown at him, but he was a good guy. C commander. Yeah, but Tom Cruise's character, even at, I don't think he was that ignorant towards it, because he was even like, we shouldn't go to battle. He did that whole, well, pretty much Tom Cruise's character starts off, he's, you find him drinking in a, like a, a, like a sideshow at the World's yeah, Fair. he's uh, advertising Winchester guns, right? Mm -hmm. Winchester. Seven rounds, no reloading. What was it, 20 rounds a minute or something crazy like that? I imagine if they had those in that war. The gun that won the West. The scares the shit out of everybody shooting the stuff around him. Yep. That's after he gets fired for being too drunk to go on stage. Mm -hmm. Then he goes on stage anyway. Then he starts talking about Custer, and he starts talking about the massacre, and everyone in the audience is visibly uncomfortable. I thought war was cool, man. Yeah, man. Well, that, that's his whole movie. Is, Dude, I thought war was badass. <laughs> so anyway, he gets fired. He gets fired, then. What was the dude's name? The Irish guy. Yeah, he finds him, and he's like, I got a job for you. Why does the Irish guy know Aldridge? Because they fought together. He was his commander and uh, he yeah. also bailed on before custer. the battle of custer because yeah. he knew he was like i'm not going with you this is suicide so him and aldridge are both smart enough to be like fuck that shit <sighs> um so he says i got a job we're gonna train the japanese and aldridge is like fuck it i'll go for the drinks yeah and then what happened that's sweet zeb gant what was that Zeb Gant, that's his name. Zebediah, yeah, that makes sense. And how much were they offering him? $500 a week? Well, first it was, he, he was getting paid $20 a week to do the show, which, yeah. is, which is a lot for 1875 money. Then they offered him 200 and he negotiates his way up to 500 <laughs> And we, I, I read, I, I quickly did the inflation math on Google, which means Google did it for me. And it was like $12,983 a week. <laughs> I like how he's like, and we'll get 500 more once we finish. <laughs> yep. So basically he's like, I want to be a millionaire by the time this is, or not a millionaire. I want to have $100,000 in the bank by the time this is done. Yeah. Because he was going to be there for like five years. Fucking 1,200 times 52 times five. That's a lot. Yeah. I just like... They start him off as, would you call him sleazy at the beginning? Broken. Broken. He had the little flashbacks of PTSD and all that stuff. No, PTSD wasn't real yet. Oh my God. He was just a Well, kid. also, he didn't really 
we didn't really get to see that kind of side of him until he stopped drinking. Yeah. Did you notice that? Like the drinking was keeping that suppressed. They do. When he's on the boat going to Japan, um, he has a flashback real quick and then throws the fucking whiskey down mm. and goes to bed. Um, yeah, it's not until he gets captured by the Japanese where he goes through the DTs and all the PTSD comes flowing back. Remember that scene where he just points the pistol at the fucking little girl and shoots her? Yeah. This movie's heavy. I will say, you know, in terms of the story, um, I was looking it up just to see if this was based on a true story at all or not. And time period, like the emperor is based off of the actual emperor of that time. Um, but a lot of the characters are not our fictional characters. Yeah. I will say, though, as a story, it's a, it's a great story. But I feel like it's a story that's been done before, but this does it really well. Oh, you oh, know? yeah, dude. The, this... the, whole, the whole being captured by the enemy and slowly being turned this is by the enemy and realizing they're not as bad as they think they are. This is Ben-Hur, remember? He starts off as like a, a Roman elite. Right. Gets enslaved and then becomes a charioteer and fights his way all the way back for the people. Yeah, this is just kind of Ben-Hur. This is Spartacus. This is, this, is, this is the story of Cincinnatus. You know, this is a story as old as time is, is um, the conqueror, uh, Avatar, Pocahontas. Yeah. You know? Ferngully. Ferngully, yeah. Um, <laughs> but what's great about this one is... It's fucking it kicks you in the dick. Yeah. This one makes you this one like this is a movie there there's three movies women don't understand, like three t- types of movies. Boats, swords, and I forget what the third one is. Sacrifice. Like women don't understand those kinds of movies. Like uh, I sh- I watched Master and Commander with my girlfriend and she was like this is so fucking boring and I was like you stupid bitch, you don't get it. You know, I've watched Master and Commander with girls, or uh, Last Samurai with chicks, and they've been like, uh, why doesn't he just give up? And it's like, you don't get it. You don't fucking get it. You don't get it. You know? Well, that's what I love. They show him just kind of going to course when he's training them. Then he starts... Show me! No, but that's what I'm saying. He starts actually learning the language and everything. He starts, like, connecting with them. Then he... See- then the... What, the ambassador guy? The ambassador, up. the capitalist. He's like, we're gonna go. We're gonna they- go fight Kazumoto. All right, so Tom Cruise then goes out in front of the shooting range in the target and demands that the guy shoots at him. So as the guy's being like, I don't want to do this, Tom Cruise is pulling out his gun, shooting around him. He shoots at his feet. He shoots next shoots to him. Shoots his hat off. Yeah, shoots he even shoots his hat off. And, and you see the guy like struggling to put the ball in and then the powder and then the cotton and he drops his fucking hammer and, he, and he's, you know, and it's and t- the whole time Tom Cruise is shooting and yelling at him, just proving that this guy can't fucking function under pressure, which is the most important thing in a war is you got to fucking focus because the second you start panicking, y'all die. And as soon as the guy gets a shot off, he misses like completely. 10 feet to the And right. Tom Cruise looks so pissed off it didn't hit him. Yeah, because at this point we figured out Tom Cruise is so upset about the mistreatment of natives and and the brutalities he commit in the names of peace yeah. that he just wants to die, but he's too much of a coward to do it himself, so he's going to drink himself to death. Mm. And the only reason he signed up to go to Japan was maybe I'll get fucking killed. Get enough money to booze myself to death. Yeah, is it, that's actually a line. I'll have enough money to drink myself to death. Yeah. The coolest part about this too is. Right before that whole scene, he was like pretty much showing this guy how to shoot, lining him up, and he almost hit the target perfectly. He was a left of center yeah. on the bullseye. 
He showed him how to do it, calm, and he gave him encouragement, and then he started screaming at him, and the guy couldn't function, which is the entirety of my childhood. But, um... Guess what happened when they went into battle? Oh, yeah. Eventually, they catch up with Kazumoto. I think it's a couple months later, and uh, it's like a misty forest bamboo battle, (laughs) and you hear just the horses coming, and and, uh, fucking Tom Cruise is shouting orders. It looks so fucking cool coming out of the fog and everything. The ambassador ambassador who's sitting next to Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise has his pistol drawn, he's screaming orders. Uh, The Irish guy gets off his horse and is like, and Tom Cruise is like, go fucking fight in the back. And he's like, fuck you. I'm here to die. <laughs> and it's like, you're so cool. And then the ambassador's like, I'm going to go hide, basically. And he rides away. And Tom Cruise is like, what a fuck, pussy. Yeah. And the samurai comes fucking charging at him. And the Japanese, you know, wait, 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 wait. And then they all just start shooting, like Helm's Deep. They all just start shooting stupidly. And then they all start retreating. And Tom Cruise is just... <laughs> Now, what do you think would happen if they actually, like, if this was a, a real gun situation, line, if waited till their guns would actually be able to hit the people? A gun like, line defeats, an in, there's a reason we stopped using swords. A, I hate guns. It's the great equalizer. Anyone mm. can use a gun. It puts yeah. us all on equal footing. If I gave you, if me and you had the exact same gun. There's no honor in it. It's the most honorable thing in the world. A sword is. No, it isn't. You're bigger than me. How's that honorable? Because I could be slower than you, and you can get the yeah. Because speed beats strength every time, right? It does if you're good enough. Only you're just a bitch. Only in anime, you fucking weeb. No. Remember no. that. Remember the. Remember the viper versus the mountain. Head speed versus strength. First works. of all, he did win, but he got cocky. <laughs> he did win, but he died. No, he won, but, but he, he got lost. cocky, and he couldn't get the killing blow. Yeah, but who died first? The mountain died after crushing his skull. Yeah. No, you know the Viper would have won if he was Anyway, back to Last Samurai. What I'm saying is, fuck speed versus strength. Strength every single time. Yeah, I have to agree with Chris. The guns would have totally annihilated him. Yeah. Dude, straight up. No, I'm not saying they wouldn't. Because if the the front line dropped to their knee like they're supposed to, and the overline, and they went, and then, you know, like, left to right, and then right to left. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. And it's just... It doesn't. It doesn't matter if the bullet's going like this. It's fucking sixty of them going every direction, and all you have is a sword, like ding, you know, and then the rest hit you. I still don't think there's any honor in guns. Well, see, and That's then it's fucking hold on. Here. After the first shot, oh, you don't have time to reload. Now you have a spear, and you run up and you start fighting melee. Yeah. So it it's like it's like, hey, why would I stab you when I can just shoot you from a distance, then stab you? Well, arrows are a coward's weapon, then. Your, your stabbing. Crossbow. Crossbow is a coward's weapon. Crossbow. A bow and arrow is a lot harder to use than a gun. Well, maybe not back in the day. No, back in not the day. Not back in the day. No. <laughs> when guns... I think I'd rather go out with a bow than... Big... When, when all you've ever done is used a bow. Yeah, yeah, I would take a bow over a gun. Nowadays, I'm like, give me a gun over a fuck. I've shot archery. Okay. Fucking, I'm way better with guns. <laughs> AK? Just be like... Did I ever tell you I shot an AK? I've shot an M4. So, yeah, well, whatever. But I shot an AK. Oh, yeah? Andrew got to shoot it on full auto. Really? He said it hurt his shoulder really bad. I would imagine. He went... <laughs> like that. No way. Yeah. Back oh. when we used to hang out with the Charleston SWAT team. Well, let's talk about Tom Cruise's battle to gain the respect of the Samurais. So, basically, the Battle in the Mist, believe it or not, doesn't go well for the uh, Loyalists. 
We'll call the Samurais the rebels, the Imperialists the loyalists. Yeah. So the loyalists lose the battle super hard. Tom Cruise goes down like a fucking pro. He's surrounded by like 10 dudes all trying to kill him, and he's taking him out one by one till finally, like he's been stabbed, he's been punched, he's been fucking stabbed, he's been kicked in the ball. Like, he's down on one knee, some dude comes up to finish him, and Tom Cruise is like, fuck you, buddy, and kills him. And that's when Kazumoto's like, spare that dude, he's cool as shit. Well, he spared him after the other guy went, and he, what was his name? The guy who played Scorpion. Hanzo? Hanzo. He came up and started doing shit, and uh, Tom Cruise was fighting against him, and as he's going for the final blow, the guy was like, no, wait. He's cool. We're going to keep him. Thanks for reiterating what I just said. Hey, but you said that after the other guy. I was emphasizing on Hanzo. Oh, Hornboy? Yeah, Hornboy. We'll talk about Hornboy later. Cool. too cool. So cool. So cool. Um, so, Tom Cruise... <clears throat> oh, we didn't talk about Irishman dying. Yeah, he died like a G. He's standing there just going... And then finally he runs out of ammo and the last guy hits him with a spear... And then he's laying on the ground like, <gasps> and then the samurai comes up and does the honorable and is suffering kind of stab. That's but, the guy Tom Cruise ends up killing. But we don't know that because we're Americans, so we just see a samurai killing a guy on the ground. It's like when he sees the beheading scene and he doesn't understand it. Yeah. So Tom Cruise gets super pissed that his best friend was just executed and then the commander got beheaded. And he was like, you fucking Japs are fucking crazy. It's like, no, dude, the best death is an honorable death. You fight like a warrior. I want to put you out of your suffering. It's better than, you know. What do you think of that scene, Andrew? Yeah, no, it was it was pretty good. Uh, I I will say uh, also Tom Cruise's like staying alive and taking guys out left and right was pretty badass too. The fact that he's able to like hang in there even though he's completely surrounded. Well, the best part of that scene is it shows he's capable with a sword. He just doesn't know the fundamentals pretty much of. So he has talent, and the guy's like, "Ooh, I, I like him." I think my favorite one is when he gets stabbed like in the back of the hip and he grabs the spear pulls it out and then pulls it towards him to get the guy you know and then he just drops to one knee and then the rest of the fight he's down to one knee just swinging the spear wildly i love when he's on the ground like this holding the sword that's later knees. that's later though that's that's it oh yeah that 3v1 fight where he just ends it that's so cool um so he's in the village and uh, Kazumoto basically is just like keeping him as a pe- <clears throat> as a pet because he likes to speak English. He wants to learn English more, and he has an English speaker. So he's. Like, I think he also wants to know their battle tactics and stuff. Yeah, he, he wants, wants to, to learn about him. his enemy because he kept asking, "How did you defeat the Red Men?" He wants to know about and and remember the last time we saw Tom Cruise talk about the Red Men. He talked to that um, guy who turns into a rat and hides in Harry's balls. Um, <laughs> he told him about scalping. And boy, did he give a very disgusting and apt description. Like, we were talking about when we were watching it, but scalping, like, I guarantee you, like, the slice isn't the most painful. It's them pulling it as they're trying to cut it. Now, see, I disagree. I think the most painful part is the blade nicking the top of your skull as they go along. No, I feel like your skin ripping. The skin ripping. Hey, check it out. I bet it sucks. It's not pleasant. (laughs) I bet it sucks. what's the worst part for you? Ah, oh, I feel like <laughs> I, had so I feel many. like the skin being pulled back. Yeah. That's all what right, I'm all saying. right. You guys are with the skin pulling. I'm with the bone nicking. Because like I've had my skin pulled off. I had a circumcision. I get it. <laughs> yeah, because you remember that. I do. 
There was a rabbi and they were singing Have Nagila. It was fucking crazy. And he held me up like this. Uh, basically, uh, Tom Cruise is staying in this village and he's like, why the fuck am I here? And he's like, I brought you here to talk with you. You can leave anytime you want. But winter's coming. So uh, I guess you're stuck here. For the I do week. like how they never made him a prisoner. No, he was free to roam the village. Bob just had to follow him. Yeah. Which... Which I like the way Tom Cruise feel realizes Bob isn't there to keep him from fucking things up. Bob's there to keep things from fucking him up. Yeah. Bob's there to protect him from the other samurai. Oh, there's the fucking rain scene where he's fighting. He, he, he hears two kids sword fighting and he runs out and he wants to play with them. So he swords fights one of the kids and he wins. And then our boy Hanzo shows up. And he's like, he's the best swordsman. That first fucking strike where he like deflects the sword and just hits him with the butt blunt yeah, end of it. He just straight up hits him with the fucking pommel straight to the fucking, you know, like all the air. And Tom Cruise drops the one knee, gets back up, swings at him. So Hanzo cracks him upside the head, knocks him to the ground. I love that hit. Like... Then Tom Cruise gets back up. And they do this like three or four more times. So finally Hanzo's like, I don't want to kill you. Like, stop. Just stay down. You won my respect. Yeah, Tom Cruise's character in this movie is... His like, growth is genuine and real. Yeah. It goes from, like, a guy that's just, like, pity party to going into a totally new culture shock, like, of what's going on. Understanding that there's more to life than just fucking what well, he's doing. What it was is he was finally to step out. He was finally able to step outside of his own life and and just like immerse himself in something completely new. Yeah. Like um. I don't know. Like the scenes of him just observing the blacksmith, or the scenes of him observing the judo master. Well, that's the coolest thing we found out at the beginning of the movie. He was very like intelligent, being able to like pick up on things pretty quickly. Which there was. What language did he learn? Uh, Blackfoot. Yeah. The Native American. Yeah. So you had like the uh, rat face guy being like, oh, let's talk about this, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh. and, 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 and the best part is he's like filing paperwork and the light is right here. And he's like, uh, tell me about scalping. And he just looks up and all you can see is like the shadow and the hate. <laughs> and then by the end of the movie, there's no hate in his eyes anymore. There's just honor and respect. Well, he, he honestly went from being somebody that just totally conquers to knowing what it's like to actually fight for something. He went from being someone who wanted to die to someone who wanted to live. No, what I'm saying is, like, he found something to fight for. That's like, what I'm saying. He was the honor and everything. He, there was no honor in what he was doing before because he was going after the children. The women, women and children. And now, and now he's finally, like, like he said, he spent his life suppressing rebellions. And the best part, you'll say, he left the custard fight because he knew he'd die went full force into this one. No, the Kazumoto fight, knowing he was going to die. Because he was talking to the... What was his name? The other cool guy. Which one? The main guy. Kazumoto? Kazumoto. He was going to Kazumoto. How'd that battle end? Oh, Thermopylae. died. Yeah, because Kazumoto was fascinated by the General Custard story. Yeah. So he was like, dude, no, check this out. Battle of Thermopylae, King Leonidas, 300 Spartans versus a million Persians. And 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 then Kazumoto's like, I like that story way more, bro. What happened at the end? <laughs> they all died. And he's like... I like how right when he said that, he's like, 
fuck yeah, let's go do this. Yeah, let's <laughs> fucking do this. And and at first, remember when they bring up the General Custer story and he's talking about how like dying is like good and Tom Cruise and even the audience, you as an audience member, you're like, what the fuck do you mean dying like that is honorable? Because we know the Custer story. But then he's like, yo, that Thermopylae shit. And we all know the Thermopylae story. So we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, that Thermopylae shit. I do wish they kind of killed Tom Cruise at the end. I don't like how he lived. I like how, I like how they gave him the, he gave him the sword. But hold on, that's the alternate ending. Where the Emperor says, fuck you, Americans, Japan for the Japanese. Really? In real life, he goes, fuck you, Japan, America for the Japanese. See, I honestly thought it was going to end where he was down on the ground once he dies, his friend, like, fucking horrible names. Kazumoto. Once, all right. I thought, honestly, once Kazumoto died, he was going to just pick up a sword. No. Put it in the ground, try to stand up. Go run at them. Nah, because they, they already the did. The, they already they did. The the, yeah, the kneeling scene was way more important than that. Yeah, because him stabbing Kazumoto, and then and then the 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 American Japanese guy or the Japanese American being like fucking shoot them, and then like the guy below him being like fuck you, dude, and like mm. bowing. That was sick as shit. Yeah, that he could have he could have um, done the samurai death too after Quasimodo. I he thought. Could've. And now I've seen this movie a hundred million times. But seeing it with you guys and seeing it with like through the lens of fresh eyes, I thought the mustache guy was gonna shoot the ambassador. Just like yeah. dumb movie thing. Yeah. But that wouldn't be Japanese, that wouldn't be honorable. I love how he died the other general guy died. The Who's the guy with the mustache? The gray mustache. No, he he didn't No, fight. the douchebag that Tom Cruise was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Oh, the Lance Corporal? Yeah. Where he gets the sword thrown through? Yep. Okay, so, where, what do I, well, let's talk about Tom Cruise's relationship with Taka. With the girl? Yes. Obviously. Who else would it be, you fuck? So, who is Taka? Taka is the wife of the guy he killed. The one who said, I got this, and then got the spear through his <laughs> fucking throat. Uh, he wears the cool red dragon armor. And she is Kazumoto's sister. Sister. I think it's their thing, but I do think it's kind of fucked that he made Tom Cruise sleep there and like her take care of him. But it's all an honor thing. You have to understand, she's a lady in this society. She doesn't get a say. Kazumoto's the lord of the village. He wants to take care of Tom Cruise. Yeah, but he even said. It's karma. He went for the kill on Tom Cruise. That's his justification for saying, stay at your house, not mine. Well, that's the honor thing going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. And karma. then the kids end up being like, new dad. <laughs> that one kid. You the, love I loved kid. how that joke, when you guys first saw him, you are like, hey, new dad. And then by the end of the movie, <laughs> he's calling him new dad. And I was like, I was just grinning ear to ear every time you made that joke. No, it is. Dude, that kid was a badass. Yeah, Remember the Kabuki took, scene? Yeah, he fucking took on like one a of the fucking assassin straight up just drew his dad's sword and tried to fight a fucking assassin. That was so cool. Was uh, a ninja. Yeah, ninja assassin Hashishin. Because there's a very big difference between, as I've learned from many films that depict this, there's a very big difference between a ninja and samurai. There is. I was telling you guys. Growing up as a kid, you think ninjas are so cool, but then you realize they're just little bitches. Samurais so, are the cool ones. As a child, you think ninjas are cool, but as a man, you realize samurai is the way. 
<laughs> Batman is a samurai. Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah. He's more samurai than he is ninja. Oh, definitely. Well, no, he even says that. Yeah, I agree with that. He was trained by a samurai. Well, he was trained by the Legion of Shadows. Shadows is ninja. But him no, stepping... No, he was trained... No, he went to Japan and he, he learned from uh, a samurai. Yeah, but so did Wolverine and so did Cyclops and so did Captain America. Right, you know what I mean? All, like, first of all, Wolverine is a samurai. Wolverine is a Confederate soldier, first of all. Wolverine's everything. He's old Wolverine shit. is a joke. He was in the Howling What did you yes, just fucking say? You. Fuck Wolverine. Fuck Wolverine, you. no, seriously, Wolverine has turned into a joke. The fact that he could, he came back from a drop of blood? Like, get the fuck out of here. That's like Deadpool. That's not Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine's not supposed to have that much of a healing. That's back. Deadpool and Hulk. <laughs> no, but there was a story where Wolverine came back from a drop of blood. Is that the one where he gets encased in uh, 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 adamantium? Remember when they killed him by encasing him in adamantium? And then they decided... Well, shit, we need Wolverine back. Cool thing about Wolverine is, I love how he just becomes weaker and starts dying because of the animantium. Yeah, but only in that one story. Old Man Logan ain't canon. See, during the Hickman run, they destroyed that universe. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, cool, right? Fucking cool, right? Fucking cool, right? I don't like how they killed Daredevil and Punisher like that. But overall, what makes you like this movie and what did you dislike from the movie? I think um, I really enjoyed the whole learning of, you know, the culture, learning what it means to be a samurai, what it means to be a, a man in a different sense than what we're used to. But at the end of the day, it has the same goals, you know, honor, respect, that type of thing. But they go about it in a different way. So um, the whole, you know, learning that and becoming one himself, is a, I think, was a good story i mean like i said before it's a story as old as time but it's you know the way they went about it was pretty well the only thing i will say is i feel like there might have been a couple scenes that might have been dragged on a bit too long not not in a bad way but like you know there, there's just I don't, I don't some of the, like the training scenes like of him like falling and i get it you know you want to build up that whole thing of him becoming stronger and you know learning but I felt like some of it might have been just a bit too long. It could have trimmed out a little bit. Uh, overall, I think it was it was very good. So that's why I feel like our patience for stuff on screen comes to different. Because I love that shit where it was just showing his like like quest to become who he was and everything. No, I and, and I I'm all for it if it's. it's also I just felt like some of the scenes might have been a, a tad bit repetitive. Yeah. I just, whenever I watch movies like this, it just makes me want to fucking, like, work out, not be such a bitch, and do things. Well, we all know that's impossible. But I think this movie definitely personifies what a Man Quest movie should be. What do you think? A man finding himself, finding what he wants, and who he should be, and what really matters in life instead of just what he was used to and striving for and not giving up until until the end. And even then he didn't really give up. He met his goal. That last scene, he was ready to fucking whoop ass if those guys did anything. I think it was cool that they used swords. (laughs) 